No, summer in Philadelphia. And, uh, but it's Colorado weather here this morning, right? For the next day or two, it's going to be cold again. And no, then we're going to have the heat wave, then the cold wave, then the heat wave. So uh, the bottom line is we're just doing the wave, right? Plants don't know what to do. Plants, mamas don't know what to do. They are so confused. They can just join us, right? They can join us. They're confused over here. That's right. Plants being thrown off. Raccoons, squirrels. Nobody knows what's going on right now. But anyway, one thing that remains stable and reliable in these turbulent, uncertain times of uncertain weather patterns is Derech Hashem. We continue with Derech Hashem. This lovely, lovely, lively Monday morning over here. We are up to Chelek Al Perik Dalid, Simon Yud. And we're getting towards the end of Perik Dalid. Perik Dalid is where he is zooming in in detail and telling us how exactly the process works in stage one in this world in Elam Hazah, creating our Elam Haba. And he told us about mitzvahs in the mundane. He told us about how that works in great detail, great length. And, and we saw last week in Tess, Simon Tess, he talked about how Tamatar Kulam. As we say every morning, Talmatar Kanega Kulam, Torah study beats them all, beats all the mitzvahs hand down. And the Ramchal said, Yeah, you take that literally, not just Kanega Kulam um, in terms of the reward, but Kanega Kulam in terms of what, what it's doing for us and how it, how it, how it, how it um, enhances us and builds us and, and um, gives us shlemus, perfects us. And that's why it's Kanega Kulam. That's what we saw last week in Talmatara. Interestingly, and almost paradoxically, even though it's something that we're barely doing in a physical sense, most of, if not all of the activity of happens on an intellectual level, with the intellect and the cranium, nevertheless, it gives a stronger, higher, and richer enhancement to the soul, to the body, aliyah, growth, tikkun, shlemus, perfection, than all the other mitzvahs. And we were explaining why last week said that all other mitzvahs are giving us aspects of shleimus, aspects of ultimately Hashem's essence, because every mitzvah resonates with a different aspect of how Hashem interacts with this world, gives me a little bit more godliness. Talmud Torah gets into the control center. Talmud Torah gets, as it were, into Hashem's head itself, into the, the cockpit, into the control tower, that's what Talmud Torah is. You're not going through um, a medium. You're not going through a device that Hashem created down here. A chevza, an article, an item that Hashem created to reveal an aspect of Hashem's essence. You are in the world of Hashem's essence itself, so to speak. And that makes me, in, in a much stronger, more powerful way, like Hashem. And the whole idea of how this world gets me ready for the next world is making myself more and more and more like Hashem. Because you're one level above all the mitzvahs. And we saw the Ramchal told us, this is what we're going to return to right now, that there's two types of learning. There's Higayin and Haschala, study and analysis. And study and analysis that really, as we explained, can be understood as the written law and the oral law. Isis, the, the words of the Torah, that's Higayin, that's study, reading and translating. And Haschala, is the understanding, the analysis, arriving at practical halacha, halachic um, conclusions and redactions, that is haschala. And each of these confers upon a person an aspect of shlemus when they are learning. And he said something interesting. 
he said, it's just we're going to pick up on that before we move on today, he said that he goyen, the first aspect of Torah, Torah Shabbat, where you're just learning and meditating over words of Torah, study without the, uh, without the analysis, without the in-depth focus, without, without the um, derivations and applications and conclusions, that gives a person perfection, godliness, and aliyah. When he does it, said the Ramchal, someone who studies Torah through Kedusha and Tahara, holiness and purity, with the proper intentions, with the proper kavana, which is that he's doing it because Hashem asked him to do it. So Michal said no fewer than three conditions over here in, in how this works, in, in what's necessary to make this work in learning Torah. He said, Kedusha and Tahara, holiness and purity, and kavana nechayna, the right kavanas. Which even without, and even before, we understand what that means specifically, it's clear from the Ramchal that the shleimus, the perfection, and the tikkun that one gets, which is higher than all the other mitzvahs through the art and process of Torah study, is not a given. It doesn't just happen automatically. You can't just open up a Sefer Tehillim and read Tehillim and get this shleimus, get this growth. You can't just open up a Chumash and do Shnai Mikra and read Pesukim from the Chumash and automatically, automatically receive the, the Tikkunim, the Shleimus, and the, the, the perfection of Torah study. It doesn't happen automatically. Not a given. person has to do it the right way. And there's the right way of doing it and the wrong way of doing it. Which is, right off the bat, something that's a bit of an eye-opener. We might have thought, and perhaps we would have thought, that, you know, Torah is um, amazing, Torah is beautiful, and Torah is intrinsically amazing and beautiful, and any degree of contact with Torah is going to give a person shlemus and tikkunim, because, you know, that's what Torah is, it's a great purification furnace, and, you know, you get close to the, the purifier, you get purified, and you get close to the source of Hashem's wisdom, Hashem's essence, and that purifies a person. Not so, says the Ramchal. It's not a given, not a guarantee. You got to learn Torah the right way. If you're not learning Torah with Kedush and Tahara, you're not learning Torah with sanctity and with purity, you're not doing it with the right Kavanis, then Torah is not necessarily going to affect you. Aye, there's Chazals that seem to indicate otherwise. Chazal talk about Chazal say that Halavai Oisi Azavo Vatarasi Shamaru. That Baruch lamented that during the during the times towards the end of the of the Beis Hamikdash, second ba, the first Beis Hamikdash, Hashem says, you know, I would be happy. Says Rebbeim if they would stop doing my mitzvahs, but they would at least keep learning Torah. Let them at least keep learning Torah because if they would keep learning Torah, even if they're off the derech, they're not doing mitzvahs anymore. But the illumination, the fire of the Torah would would bring them back. Torah would eventually bring them back. So, Chazal do seem to indicate that there's an idea of Torah affecting someone <clears throat> and influencing someone, even when it's done for the wrong purposes. Here the Ramchal says the only tikkun and shleimus from the Torah comes from Kavon and Nechayna and Kedush and Tahara. 
So, so what do we do with all these chazals? I say Torah seems to affect someone. Be'etzim. Torah affects someone, um, you know, uh, in, intrinsically, regardless of how a person is preparing himself in terms of the Talmud Torah. Which way is it? Is, is Torah has an absolute effect or Torah has a conditional effect? So the Ramchal just very deftly and casually says it's a conditional effect. So let's start with the Ramchal. We'll start with the Ramchal. We'll take that as our starting point. Says the Ramchal, if a person wants Torah to affect him, you got to live the right way for the right reasons, with the right kavanas. Otherwise, not going to affect you. Not going to affect the Yid. Not going to affect the Yid. Um... Let's just start with why. Why should that be the case? Before we even try to be miyashiv, re- 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 reconcile this with, with the con- seeming, seeming contradictory statements that Chazal have. Why, why should that be that you have to learn Torah properly? Again, Torah is Hashem's essence. Torah is, is, um, is um, the highest place that you can get in terms of in terms of accessing HaKadosh Baruch Hu, as Mamash we explained last week, and we, we recapped that again this morning, Madrego uh, is on a level that's much higher than the Mitzvahs, because Mitzvahs are all um, linked linked to activities that are outside of Hashem, that allow a person to, via that activity, he's able to uh, enjoy certain, and, and resonate with a certain aspect of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but it's linked to an activity, linked to something outside the Rebbein Shem, is not linked to anything outside the Rebbeinu Shem. is within the Rebbeinu So why should it? I indeed need to have kedusha, tahara, kavana, nechayno. Teretz is, and and this is the frightening reality that Rabbi Chal is establishing here for us. It's not not necessarily given taka that my limud hatayro is going to make me at one with Rebbeinu Shem. Put me in a place where I am within his essence, mamish, within his essence itself, as it were, because at the end of the day, it's up to me, really, to determine if any activity I'm doing, including Talmud Torah, is one where I am bonding with Hashem, being dubbing with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, being more a part of Hashem's existence or being more separate from Hashem's existence. And even Talmud Torah, this can happen to. And that's really what we've seen the entire Sefer so far, that the whole purpose of this world is not just to check off boxes and fulfill duties and earn points that are going to get cashed in. The point of this world is to make myself as a, a mini Hashem as much as I can, make myself like Hashem, in that I act like Hashem, I think like Hashem, I do what Hashem would do, and I do it to be like Hashem. I do it to be one with Hashem. I do it to relate to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And then, I am making myself into a Ben Elam Haba. Anything that I am capable of doing to make myself like Hashem, I'm also capable of doing not to be like Hashem. And if it wasn't the case, then... The system wouldn't be balanced. Bechira would sort of break down. And, and um, we would lose the purpose and the point of being able to create ourselves as B'nai Elam Haba here in this world of Elam Hazeh. There's nothing that can be a given. And there's no activity 
that say that this activity you do it automatically that makes you like the Rebbe Shalom. Because if it would be a matter of the activity, then I lose to a degree my bechira. I lose the the me that's inside of that activity that is making that decision and that determination that I'm going to make myself like Hashem, and I'm losing that ability to be a self-contained, self-made, independent source of shleimus, which is what Hashem is. And I lose that ability to be in in in, in the final analysis like Hakadosh Baruch Hu. There can't be any activity that just being Isaac in that activity automatically makes me like Hashem. Because again, the system of Bechir breaks, breaks down, the system of what well, this whole world is here to accomplish breaks down. Then I'm just making... What about Chesed? So Chesed, again, it, it's, it's, the, the activity is a beautiful activity, but the question is, why am I doing it? it, it with every mitzvah of the Kavon has to be... If I'm doing it for my for for my own gain, for my own fame, for my own promotion, so then I, I'm I'm not doing it because it's the right thing. I'm not doing it because this is a godly act. I, I'm doing it for self promotion that 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 drags me down. It makes me a, a presence outside of Hashem. That's what we saw last week. That all mitzvahs ultimately have to be um, working with avar yira, all mitzvahs. Even, even chesed, chesed is something that looks like, um, ostensibly, it looks like it's a mahu af'ato. It looks like it's an emulation of the Rebbein Shalalim, but if I do my chesed without ahava, I'm not doing chesed because this is something that Hashem champions, this is something that Hashem loves, and I love to do things that Hashem loves, and this is the right thing to do. It makes me, you know, a tzino of HaKosh Baruch makes me yod arich of HaKosh If that's not my kavana, then the same exact act, which looks the same, to the, 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 the observer looks the same exact way, could actually be making a presence for me down here, which is um, very far removed from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, making me um, independent of Hashem, not independently dependent on Hashem, to Hashem. The idea is to make myself a self-contained source, source of shleimus, but shleimus, as we saw, doesn't just mean doing the right thing. Shleimus means being like Hashem. But I made myself like Hashem. So all misses are ultimately like this, including Talmud Torah. So here we get into deep waters, but these are deep waters that we're capable of treading. There can't be any activity that, that activity just makes me like Hashem because then you lose your Bechira. Even Talmud Torah, which is you're, you're there within the, as we explained, within the control tower, you're there within the cockpit. You're there in the driver's seat. But if I really want that activity to put me in the control tower in the driver's seat, it's not just about getting into Hashem's mind, getting into Hashem's essence. That's only going to be as powerful as my approach to it. Why I'm doing it and how I'm doing it. And that's where the Ramchal enters over here with these conditions. Even Talmud Torah, which is Kenegat Kulam, is ultimately only going to be more powerful than all the mitzvahs and, and take me much further than all the other mitzvahs and make me more sholem than all the other mitzvahs can if I'm doing it because I can't get enough of God. I want to be as close to God as possible. And I'm, to get inside that cockpit, get inside the control tower, get inside the command center, to get inside the Rebbeinu of essence, the Rebbeinu Shalom's let me do it. I, I, I can't have anything but that. When that kavan is there, then it's an activity that's being done in a way that's linking me to Hashem when that kavan is not there. When I'm, you know, my Talmud Torah is 
so I can have fame, so I can have um, prestige, so I can have popularity, so I can just become a very intellectual giant, you know, so I can analyze and break down the famous lectures of, of uh, Reb Chaim Soloveitchik in Volozhin, right? And I, 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 I'm so stimulating, so intellectually stimulating. These, you know, this is, this is uh, Kiyadua. You know, how many, unfortunately, is in the middle of the Haskal over there, people in Volozhin, Volozhin or Yeshiva, they were Mechali Shabbos, but they came to hear, they came on Shabbos from outside the Tchum with their cigarettes to hear, to, to come in the Chazer of Chaim Shiurim, right? Because it was so fascinating. The, it was a, he was a genius. He was a genius. It was fascinating to try to get inside of his mind. There's nothing godly over there. There's there's um, only the outer husk of of uh, of Talmud Torah. So we see the intellect, sure, and we see the genius. But you can have intellect and genius down here too, which is just limited to down here. You have brilliant mathematicians and physicists and biologists and and um, chemists who made brilliant discoveries which you know we all benefit from out of Yamazah. But that's not that's Chachma Bagoyim, there's no Torah. That's not Torah. There's no Torah over there. Torah itself can have the Chachma of Torah. You can separate the Chachma of the Torah from the Torah. You can do that. You can have the Chachma. You can have the the intellectual counterpart. But then you reduce it to Chachma, it's not Torah. These people in Valazhin that were, you know, chazing over, debating over what Rebchaim meant while they were smoking on Shabbos, they had Chachma, not Torah. It's not Torah, it was Chachma. The outer shell, the outer husk, looks very impressive, and it was very impressive. Brilliant minds trying to access another brilliant mind, but it's Chachma, not Torah. It's only Torah when it's bringing me to Hashem, making me like, like Hashem, putting me there with Hashem, and that is dependent on me and why I'm doing it. That's why you need the Kavon and the Chayna. I'm doing this because Hashem glorifies us, Hashem loves us, and I love to do things that Hashem loves. And Kedush and Tahara also. I have to have the proper reverence, the proper respect, the proper understanding what it means. In the Kedush and Tahara, what does he mean? He means going to be Machbar and Tefilah Ezra. It's a nice thing, it's a good thing. Because currently, uh, it's been it rains a lot over Shabbos. It might be almost there. It might be almost there. But uh, um, that, he, he means, again, the, the understanding what I'm doing. Understanding that there's Torah beyond Chachma. It's Chachma, which means the outer husk of, uh, you know, the, the, um, the intellectual aspect of it. But then the Torah is the inner core. The fact that it actually is making me at one with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's dependent on me. That doesn't happen automatically. That happens on my, the, the reverence that I have, the appreciation that I have, understanding of what I'm doing, that this is godly, this is eternal, and my kavana, the why I'm doing this, why I want to do this, then all Talmud Torah puts me there in the kak. But if I don't have that, then I have Chachma. I, I'm reading fascinating transcripts of what happened in the kak, but not in the kak. I'm not there, you know. They're together with uh, attending the lectures of the of the of the uh, famous professors. I'm not there one on one. I'm not able to converse. I'm able to read the transcripts of all those lectures. I'm able to read the notes. I get the textbook. I'm able to get into the head of of these brilliant physicists, but I'm not able to talk to them one on one. That's 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 the difference over here. You can have 
the Chachma of the Torah, without the Torah, a person can do that. And it very much depends on him because it can't be anything that automatically, automatically on its own is going to create Shlemus, create Dveikus, because all ultimately comes down to how much I'm deciding to make myself like the Rebbeinah Shalaylam. Um, so what about then, what about this idea of L'Aylam Yilmod Adam Prison should always learn for the wrong reasons because that'll bring him to learn for the right reasons. How and why? The Ramchal said you have to learn with Kabbalah and Nechayna. That's Lashma. Doing it because Rabbi Hashem wants you to do it. But the Gemara says if you learn Shalai Lashma, that, that will bring you to Lashma. That will bring you to Lashma. It sounds like there is something automatic, right? We're, the whole part that we're saying this morning is there's nothing automatic. Nothing automatic in life. There's nothing that, you know, I'll, I'll force myself to learn, you know, first Seder, and uh, that, that, will, that will create my Olam Haba. I'm just going to force myself to do it. If you're forcing yourself to do it, it's never creating anything. It has to be natural. We have to create it. But we have to make the Lushma. We have to make the Torah into Torah. Otherwise, it will just be Chachma. Just be Chachma. Um, so how can Chazal say that there's an automatic process? The Teretz is... The Mepharshim say this. It's a, it's, a, it's a chilling idea, but they say this as, as Pashup Shat in the Gemara over there. When the Gemara says a person should always learn Shalai Lashma, because that will bring him to learning Lashma, that's only when there is a starting background Kavana of, yes, I'm learning Shalai Lashma, because I, I just don't have it in me right now to learn Lashma. I'm just too, my head is too cluttered with other things, but I want to be able to learn, I want to be able to learn Lashma. The Yid says, I want to be able to learn Lishma. And that's why I'm learning Sholei Lishma. Because I know there's a school and learning Sholei Lishma will bring me to Lishma. That's when the Sholei Lishma will bring me to Lishma. So there is a Kavana going on over there. I'm doing it as actually I'm doing because I want to be able to get to the Lishma. I want to be able to get there. But if a person doesn't have at least the Ratzin that I'm doing this to be able to get to Lishma, then it's not going to work. That's the Pashat and the Gemara. Person. So in other words, it only works when a person sees this Gemara and says, ah, I really want to learn Lishma. I'm not holding it right now because I just don't have the headspace. I don't have the cheshik. But you know what? I see Gemara that says the way to learn, to get to Lishma, is to learn Shalai Lishma. That'll bring me to Lishma. Taka, so I'll do it now. So there is an aspect of, of, of a Lishma. There is doing it with the Kabbalah and the Chayno. He's doing because he wants to be able to get to that Tveikus with HaKadosh Baruch That's when it works. But he lacks even that, then it's not going to work because there's no automatic process. Then he just has... The Chachma of the Torah, but he doesn't have Torah. That's Chachma, it's called Chachma. And Chachma of a Goyim Taimen. The Goyim can get that also. The Goyim can't get Torah from Torah, they can get Chachma from Torah. They're lacking the Kedushan Tahara. Well, just to answer that, so the island was wondering now. So, you know, the Torah Bagayim Al Taimen. Chachma Goyim Taimen. Bagayim Taimen. So that makes it very nice what we're saying that you can take Chachma out of Torah itself. Torah can be used to a place where it's just Chachma. You don't have the Torah anymore. Because there's no dveikus, there's no oneness with the Rebbeinu Shalaylam, there's no ishtaychus over there. So what, what if a guy, Taka, learns with Kavana Nechayna? A guy says, I wanna, I'm doing this because Hashem, you know, loves Torah. And, 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 and he, he sits and learns. Will, will that give him dveikus? Uh, the Gemara says, Torah by Ma'al Taimen, which means he can't do it. Pashas, right? That's what it means. The, the way we're presenting it now. It has, to, it has to mean that. It can't just mean, you know, a guy's not a man to Omar. You know, you want to know what's the in the Torah, don't ask a guy. Torah by Goyim al It means that he's not capable of the Asik of Torah. 
The only capable of the Chachma of Torah can't get into the Torah of Torah. But a guy doesn't have the Kedusha and Torah that he has. Remember, the Ramchal said three conditions. Kedusha, Torah, and Kavana Nechayna. Kedusha and Torah means I, I, I'm a Kli Kibul. I'm a Kli that can be Makabal Torah. I'm a Kli, a vessel that's Mukhan and Zuman to, to able to have that Tveikas HaKosh Baruch a, a guy just doesn't have the Kli that the Ayid has without elaborating on this too much. But, uh, uh, to have that Kli Kibul that my Chachma can become Torah, my Torah can make Tveikas with, with me and the Rebbein Shalalem you have to have a, a neshama that has kedusha and tahara that's able to be that kli kibul, which only a yid has. A guy doesn't have that. Yeah, but how, about, yeah, how does the how does work? What happens? He has, he has oh, but he used to be a guy, right? He was a guy yesterday. We just dump him in the mikvah. Now, now he can learn Torah. You're asking an excellent question. The is asking an excellent question. How does Geiris work in Lambdas? How does it work that a convert how's he able to have Torah? Just because you dumped him in the mikvah. So we're actually, it's coming up. How Geirus works, actually coming up in Derech Hashem. Ramchal is going to address it. How, how does Geirus work? How does it work? He's going to be bothered by your question. Beautiful question. And a correct question. Moshe is asking a question. He means he, he grasped everything that's going on because that was the question to ask. Okay. Anyway. And what about the other Gemara? That the Ma'erush Yachzirim Lamutav. Halavai Oisi Azavu Tarasi Shamaru. They should have abandoned me and still learned Torah because it would bring them back. Again, there's no automatic process. We have to make Torah work. If we don't make Torah work, Torah doesn't automatically um, make Shlemus and create Tikkunim. So there's something very interesting. It says Ma'erush Yachzirim Lamutav. The Torah has an ability to inspire, even if it's not affecting my Neshama. But there's something very inspirational about Torah. When a person allows himself to be open minded, you know, I've mentioned this in the past. I, you know, I, in my eight years, it was, I was a to be uh, Rebbe, Mashkiach, and Eish for many years. Many, many happy years of dealing with all the clans over there. Now, Baruch Hashem, Zaycha to deal with all the clans of Somerton. Baruch Hashem, Ach Toi V'Chesed Yidifuni Kali Mechayai. So, uh, so, um, um, they have all kinds of different programs how to get people from over there. Right? This seminar, that program, this class, the best way to get anybody from Rabbi is to sit down and teach them a black Gemara. And it sounds very Haredi, it sounds very Litvish, it sounds Yeshivish, but it's true, it's so true, I've seen it so many times. The most inspirational thing is a black Gemara because you see something that you don't see anywhere else. You see people who lived thousands of years ago arguing about fine-tuned minutiae. You know, what are you guys doing? What, 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 page after page after page after page of the, of, of the Talmud, they're, they're hammering out details like, Laman Hashem, even these were real people that really did this centuries ago, millennia ago. What's going on? There's something very real over here. That's the Ma'irish of You see the flames, you see the light, you see there's something very real that's inspirational. So that's the idea of Ma'irish of Yachzirim Lamutov. You are in touch with something eternal, with a Ner Tamid over there. You're in touch with something that's eternal, you're in touch with something infinite. And, and anyone that's learning Gemara, you know, with an open mind, you see this immediately. And there's something very, very, very uh, real going on over there. And that's the uh, segula that Torah has to inspire people to do tshuva. Even though if I'm not yet doing it with Kedush and Tahara and with Kavara Nechayna, so it's not going to work automatically, but it'll be a hook. Torah is a hook. And it is the, the ultimate key of hook is a black Gemara. Okay, so that wraps up Tess. With Yud, we will begin tomorrow. Thank you all for joining. And a uh, very special announcement, Rabbi Yisai, we have with your Zaycha. Now, the 